Hi, everyone. Welcome to another amazing episode of Brown Eyed Unicorn. I'm your host, Hannah Brown, and today's guest is a dear friend of mine. He's a celebrity stylist, a professional witticizer. I don't know if that's a real word. But it I'm is gonna, now. It is now. We have Eric Himmel. Hello, Hannah. It's always nice to see you. Oh, my God. Great to see you, Eric. Also, this is a much better mic setup than the last time I had you on the show, like a year and a half ago. It was so janky. We had to, like, share a microphone. We shared one, and I think you had literally just moved here. Yeah. No, it was right before. Like, it was, like, days before moving. Oh, okay. In Chicago. Oh, right. It was days before. Yes, because I was staying at my sister's. That's right. You were, like, literally packing to go. Yeah, and you came, like, in the rain in, like, a chic little, like, um, like... Poncho. Slicker. Was it a poncho? I think so. I think it was a poncho. Yeah. I do like to work a poncho. Some sort of slicker. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Well, here we are. We just did a closet purge. As in you helped me purge my closet. How did that feel? Great. Cleansing. Did it? Marie Kondo could never. Oh please, that bitch. I mean <laughs> bitch stole my closet purge technique. Yeah, well you didn't you trademark it? I did actually. That's like literally probably the one thing I ever did that was smart in my life. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm going to trade. I, can I trademark this? And evidently you could. So I love saying that. Like, I have something trademarked. It's yeah. bougie. It's like a trademark closet purge technique. Mm-hmm. It What's is. it called exactly again? The is cl- like the closet. Eric Himmel closet I mean, I purge? Just, it's literally just the, clo- the closet purge trademarked. <laughs> oh, my God. Amazing. Well, also, for my newer listeners, will you tell my listeners a little bit about all the all the things you do with fashion? And Yeah. So I'm yeah. a... My general blanket term is I'm a stylist, Mm -hmm. which basically sounds like a lot of people these days, as we know. But um, I studied fashion design at Parsons, Mm -hmm. and there weren't even stylists back then, and I didn't even know that was an option. And I was going to be a fashion designer from Mm -hmm. the time I was like eight years old. And then I, you know, grew up like every little gay boy loving clothes. You're like Stanley Tucci and Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, I mean, I mean, a little thinner, more hair, but yeah, for sure. Um, and then I went to Parsons and I met people in 7th Avenue in New York and they were just jaded and bitter. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought, you know, this is who they, they, they prepare you to go to these major companies, you know, like Donna Karen and Marc Jacobs and Michael Kors. And I'm like, I do, I do not want to work around this kind of energy. What is it about fashion energy that's so like rude and like upset? It's because everyone's hungry. I like to think that's the reason. I don't know. It's that like it's that twenty four thousand dollar question. I'm not sure yeah. why. I just know I like to align myself within the business with people who actually, you know, just kind of have a little bit of a soul. Still. Have fun, smile. Well, I always tell people we live in a really like not right word world right now. Yeah. You know, and I'm always like, you know, look at Syria, look at Iraq. Like there are people with real problems. Right. And this is this close. I'm always tell people just to calm the F down. I know. I did you see that video about the YouTuber at Paris Fashion Week that like Gigi Hadid like shoved out of the way? Oh God, no. I haven't seen Oh my God. This French YouTuber, she's like a famous YouTuber, um, she crashed the Chanel fashion show during Paris Fashion Week and Gigi Hadid was like, Who are you? And like grabbed her by the arm and like moved her out of the way. And this YouTuber was like it's the biggest fashion show in Paris Fashion Week, and I wanted to crash it to remind people not to take this shit too seriously. But why, why was it Gigi Hadid's job to do that? Anyway? I know. She's not Chanel. No, and Gigi was, like, deeply offended and, like, physically, like, removed her from the runway. <laughs> it's hilarious. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I was like, Gigi, you're scary. Journalists really just have it hard, even I fashion know. journalists. I know. I know. Um, but she made a good point. I was like, I think that's fucking hilarious. No, I mean, like, go for it, right? Yeah. I'm. Yeah, so I style people, basically. I just 
you know, I work with celebrities, I work on photo shoots, I work with personal clients, and I love my trademarked closet purge because that's the basis, I think, of everybody, whether you're a celebrity or not. You need mm-hmm. to get dressed. You need to feel good. Mm-hmm. You need to know what you're doing when you open your closet, and I don't think it should be totally painful and stressful. So I've always wanted to make that better for people. Yeah. I mean, you work with celebrity clients, and then you work with people like me who are broke actors trying not to look like broke actors I think it's like an equal opportunity thing that people should be allowed to look amazing yeah at every price point for sure every walk of life Mm -hmm. yeah I feel great after our purge and you kind of helped me identify what I was doing wrong in my wardrobe and come up with a game plan of where I want my look to go that's our next step that's our next step you know it's like I break down and then I build it up do you ever have clients like start crying or get like really angry during the purge I actually, I actually had this one client who, and I can't even remember how we got to this place, Mm -hmm. but she was curled up in the fetal position Uh. in the corner and she was crying (gasps) and I'm not, I didn't know what to do. So I tried to kind of rein it in and I don't think it was me in particular, but I think she just felt really stressed about something. So shit, probably not the best commercial for me, but (laughs) (laughs) well, I want to say I had a good time doing it because like. I went into it being excited about getting rid of the shit that, like, I already knew I never wore. You know what I mean? And but don't you think when someone, ge- somebody, a professional, gives you a reason why? Yes, exactly. It helps it. Yes, where you're like, this is why you haven't been wearing this. You're like, this is why you didn't feel good in it. It's because of this. It's because of that. And I was like, oh, and now at least then I have a better idea as to what not to buy. I will say, the next time I go shopping. We've talked about how we're going to approach this next phase of my, you know, L.A. renaissance fashion wise. But like, I still feel like I need to bring you with me the next time I go shopping because I don't want it to be like what not to wear. We're like Stacey and Clinton give them all the rules. And they're like, <laughs> well, I think this follows the rules. And they're in the van, like watching them like, no. What? Well, I mean, I always thought, OK, for the show, it's funny, but it's yeah. really kind of counterproductive yeah. you know what i mean you're wasting you're like, all their time you're just racing all their time like just show me what yeah. I act, what you actually mean yeah i know like for me it would be like guys like i found out i have a problem with like shitty cotton ribbing and black <laughs> like those are the th- three things and also like vintage versus homeless yes exactly um and so i feel like you would like leave me to my own devices and i would just see something like a black turtleneck with ribbing in a shitty fabric and i'd be like well you know this full and i would justify my way into buying it and then you'd have to run and be like hannah stop put it down that is not gonna happen i'm gonna actually hold your hand yeah and i might slap your hand a couple of times i know but then when i like put on cute new outfits and i feel like a heather it will all be worth it it's gonna it's I, that's my favorite part when people like do the things that I tell them to do and they do it and see that kind of like look in their eyes and they yes. look in the mirror. They're it's kind of like they're reborn. Yeah, yeah. Because then you get to be like, oh my god, I just got to help me, like empower this person. It does. And actually, I mean, without sounding all like smushy and you know emotional, but it's mm-hmm. it is it's a really good feeling. Yeah, I can only imagine. I can't wait to get to that point because right now I'm like. I love what my hair's doing. I love what my body's doing. My skin's been okay for a little bit now, but like the wardrobe just hasn't hasn't hit its stride yet since I moved here. Well, that's so interesting. Those three things because yeah. I was excited because I want to check in with you, so to speak. Yes. Because it's been what, a year and a half you've been here? Yes. So you guys, when we podcasted together, it was right before I moved and you gave me all this advice on like moving to LA and things to look out for. Mm-hmm. Things so, to do, not to do. Yeah. Go back and listen to that episode, guys, yeah. after this one or whatever. Yeah, for sure. So 
I think it's funny just watching people's transformations yes. when they move here. So let's just touch on those three things. Great. Your hair has changed. Mm-hmm. It looks amazing thank it's you. so la though oh, it's you. longer it's a little lighter it's a yeah. little beachier yeah right uh-huh. and i even when i saw you i even pulled on it which i like to do yeah because i don't trust people they'll give me the um the, the 411 yeah on telling me like what's up with their hair I'm yeah like, Are, is this real mm-hmm. that's how it looks good it looks it looks like extensions thank like good so extensions much. but it's yours oh. okay so hair check la hair yeah. check and i want to say too i've gotten a lot of dms too from people being like oh my god do you have like more money now like how'd you get your hair done find a salon that needs a hair model <laughs> and get it done for free that's how i did it well also i have to say and this is no diss to chicago or mm-hmm. any other city that it's there they have good salons in mm-hmm. la it's the one thing they have plenty of are yeah. really good hair people here yeah and so it's easy to fall into good hair here mm-hmm. and you don't have to go to what's that 917 what's that fucking bougie ass salon that well, everyone goes well, to well there's a lot of bougie salons here. 421 but, it's a bunch um, of numbers yeah so um no you don't have to you can literally fall into like good hair people here yeah okay so hair check great body check totally have noticed it what have you been doing I honestly, eating differently yeah i feel like after i moved here i didn't even like intentionally make the choice to like be healthier i just think it's ingrained enough in the culture here that like i subconsciously it's true don't eat as shitty as i did before i still drink a lot i'm not gonna lie to anyone and as far as exercise goes i have tried to just give like i try to move where and how and when i can like i take the stairs whenever i can or like but i don't i'm not gonna kill myself over fitness i'm just not gonna do it well the one thing that i well, I think you look so great is that so many girls move to LA mm-hmm. and they look like these crazy anorexic skinny bitches and yeah. they look unhealthy. I'm not doing it. No, and you look you just look good. Thank like you, you look healthy. You just look you look really good. And it's not like I saw this huge transformation. Like you didn't mm-hmm. look bad before, but I go, mm-hmm. something's just like you I can tell you look a little healthier. So Thank body, you. check. Thank you. Skin. I noticed that too. Ah. There's like an evenness. There's a glow to it that's really nice. So do you, have you done anything with like makeup that you notice a little different in LA? Because I think mm-hmm. when people come to LA, it's a little bit more natural, but it's yeah. that kind of like glam natural. Yeah. Oh, totally. I feel like makeup wise, I, I hardly ever line my eyes anymore unless I'm doing like a cat eye or like I'm trying like for date night, I'll try and go smoky. But for daytime, I really don't put as much on my eyes anymore because I find that it actually makes me look way more tired. It does. Which our close mutual friend, Jenny Patinkin, <laughs> yes. makeup artist extraordinaire shout would tell you Jenny. that. Yeah. Yes. Shout out to Jenny. Um, And as far as skin goes, I started using vitamin E oil to like loosen my makeup up and take it off. And then I'll wipe my face down with micellar water. And I just sort of simplified my routine that way. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all like I I told you, you're going to have this little mini transformation. And some of it, you know, comes just really naturally, like you said, without even really realizing what you're doing. Yeah. Okay. So skin, makeup, check. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now I want to talk about more like the inside stuff. Remember I was telling you about... Don't turn into this freaking jaded bitch yes. when I'm here and, you know, watch out for like these like, you know, like men and crazy mm-hmm. people like that. So what has your experience has been? I mean, you seem like the same person, which is which is great. You seem like, oh, maybe a little bit more city smart, but you yeah. seem like the same person. Mm, 
I feel like I, as far as men goes, I, I dated someone when I first moved here, which if I could go back in time, I wouldn't have done that. And I, I like to make fun of my ex-boyfriend on this podcast. And I'm actually trying to get over that because he wasn't a bad guy. It just like didn't work out. Mm-hmm. So enough of that negativity. But, um, but yeah, I definitely like hooked up with some douchebags here for sure. And do you, then do you feel like they're, they're definitely douchier here or a different kind of douche? Different kind of douche. Like is there LA douchiness? Mm, I think so. I think like. Chicago douchiness is like, I feel like, I don't know, they're like fake nice in Chicago. Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like in the Midwest, people are just like nicer at face value than they are here. Because that's what they're known for. Yeah, exactly. It's sort of like the values out there, but then they would flip a switch and do something horrible to me. Whereas like here, like... They don't even go to the trouble. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, here they're just kind of dicks from the jump. And because I was in like a negative headspace when I was hooking up with these assholes, I would be like, okay. And now I'm dating a really lovely person who... But like, I was wondering if you have any stories like, or did any guys ever... I always find it very interesting with Mm -hmm. the heterosexual crowd. Heteros. You know, those heteros. They're everywhere now. Um, Like... Do they ever try to impress you with like money things or job things or car oh. things? Like, cause I always hear these stories here about like guys are definitely caught up in that in LA. Yeah. You know, I haven't really had that happen, but I also like, I didn't really go to see any places. Like I didn't put myself in situations I think where, or like in environments where that would happen as much like West Hollywood. I generally stuck around like Silver Lake, Los mm-hmm. Feliz and stuff. Where they're a little more real. A little more real. But that's very <laughs> real. You know, it's like rich hipsters over here. That's but true. yeah, but I definitely have friends who have had that stuff like that happen to them. Where like if you are willing to like go to the right places and, you know, look hot enough and talk to the right people, yeah, I'm sure you could definitely get money and stuff thrown at you. God, I'm so shocked that you didn't go like to the peninsula and just like you know, like buy like a $25 like martini and sit there. I honestly, I kind of have like regrets. Not that like I would go to get like picked up by a dude now, but that is like something that I like miss doing is just, I I went through a phase where I would get dressed up and I would go to the same bar and like order a glass of wine and then like read or write. But like, A, I was spending money I did not have just to get out of the house Mm because I was bored. Um, But B, yeah, it's like, why did I go to that bar? Why didn't I go to like fucking Chateau Marmont by myself that would have been cool Mm -hmm. you know so you know maybe I'll still do that without the intention of getting picked up there's always Sudoku you can always that's that's free to play for sure you just stay home and do that with your cat totally 100% (laughs) (laughs) the life I lead the glamour but now I'm glad you you met somebody sounds super nice yeah he's great but I do feel like I will have my you told me this too there was one day I was like bitching to you in a text about like how annoying everything was and you were just like don't be that girl don't get bitter on me like I told you not to right yeah but I I still have to check myself sometimes but overall like so much more has happened in like the year and a half since I moved here than ever happened in Chicago that just reinforces that I'm supposed to be here so it's easy to stay positive because there's just such a momentum to my life here that I was never able to find And you've in gone Chicago. through a winter here, right? Mm-hmm. And how ma- amazing is it? I still don't get sick of this. In the middle of February, mm-hmm. when you're watching like the news or something, yeah. and there's storms everywhere, yeah. and you're like, I don't really care. Yeah. Because it's 75 degrees here. Right. Or like it's rainy and cozy and you can just like sit in a cafe and drink a coffee. I mean, it's that's, that never gets old here. I know. There is one thing I have to call you out on. What? That I think is so funny that you really throw around that word kombucha a lot. Uh-huh. And uh, you love your kombucha. I. It's a recent development, Eric. <laughs> I can tell. It's recent. Because you know it's been around for a while here. For so long. <laughs> everyone else already liked kombucha and then stopped liking kombucha because they're like, it's all sugar. We don't even like kombucha. But you have, I, you're like, 
I love the way you're discovering now. Like you just discovered it. It's like I'm an alien, it like from like another you, planet. You're like Kimmy Schmidt. You're like, yes. do you want a kombucha? And I'm like, not really, <laughs> but okay, thanks. <laughs> well, I used to think it tasted like apple cider vinegar, and now I found my favorite flavors. Oh, I'm glad you've really discovered it now. I wonder what yeah. your next thing's gonna be, Kimmy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like bike shorts in like a nude color with a matching nude sports brown, a chunky sneaker. And maybe something called hot yoga. Yeah. You might discover that. I, I don't like hot yoga. Because you sweat. It's disgusting. I don't like sweating that much. You know what? Either do I. I like going for like brisk walks. Me too. Yeah. I like shopping. Yeah. So I feel like that's my exercise. That's good cardio. Yeah. Like especially I feel like carrying clothes. Well, especially too. Like, you know what I do for my cardio is like when I'm on escalators, I don't just stay still. I yes. walk up them. Yeah. So I feel like I'm really getting my exercise shopping. For sure. So and that's good. Yeah. With a little boost from the escalator. I, I, I don't even pay attention. I'm like, I feel like I'm doing all the work for sure. Totally. 100%. You're like, I got up these stairs so fast. <laughs> these moving stairs. Yeah. What a crazy idea. These moving fucking <laughs> stairs. Yeah. Well, what? So how did you feel like you changed when you first moved to L.A. from Chicago? Um, well, I actually moved. Well, people always think I moved to L.A. from Chicago. I moved to L.A. originally from New York. Oh. I'm going to school there at Parsons. Mm. And then I got out of L.A. after 13 and a half years because I needed a break. And I went moved to Chicago. So mm. it's very random. Mm-hmm. And then I moved back here. Mm-hmm. So that's my trajectory. Okay. But, and you're Canadian. And I'm Canadian on yeah. top of it. And I grew up in Texas. Oh, so it's just, Yeah. So, so weird. But how I changed maybe from New York originally mm-hmm. to, um, to L.A. is that mm-hmm. New York is literally like the opposite in every way of LA mm-hmm. first I, I I started talking to myself a lot because I feel like people in New York really know how to have a conversation you can just meet so many different people yeah and you kind of interact with people because people are on the street they're you know wealthy not wealthy from different places and yeah. it's really easy to talk to people and here I feel like everybody really is all about the sunglasses don't talk to me I'm in my car yes don't on address my phone. me do not come close to me you're talking to me how dare you yeah I, I kind of kind of felt like that so I really started like just feel like I was talking to myself yeah so it was really about making that shift like a cultural shift about I think just culturally it's a little different here people are mm-hmm. so beautiful on the outside they just have they really are <laughs> attractive here, but yeah. sometimes it is. I just don't want to say like a blanket statement, but it is true. It's like it is hard to get some substance here for sure. Yeah, I found since moving that like the friends I do have out here, like I only have a few because there are only a few people that I feel like I can hang out with and like actually relax and not feel like I have to do any work and still make like a human connection. Whereas like I have plenty of people I could call up and like, get a coffee but it's like I'm not interested in doing that for the gram if I have to do any work I just don't want to hang out with you I think that's a really good thing to discover early while you're here it's like a closet purge but with people oh I love that yeah I've done I've done friend purges before for sure so yeah for me it's the same way because it's not only the quality of people it's the geography here and getting to yes where you you kind of make friends based on where they live yes it's true you do and so it's really really hard so I feel like a few good friends go a long way in LA Mm -hmm. so I think that was really smart of you to do it's also really hard like to make new friends when you're not in the vehicle of like school you know like it's hard to like meet someone at work and then be like, oh, let's get a drink after work. And then like just just the thought of starting at square one with somebody and being like, oh, let's talk about our families. And when do we get deep and do we get deep? And you know what I mean? Like 
getting to know someone and then being like, you're my best friend. Like, it just sounds like a lot of work that I don't need to do right now. Because well, I have good friends from years ago. Yeah, and you have your ago. cat and you have your vibrator, so you're and set. So who needs anything else, really? No, it's like, it's really good. So, yeah. but I feel really proud of you because I was like worried that you would turn into this jaded bitch and you haven't yet. So oh God, I'm really, you. I'm going to like continuously check in with you. I'm going to check you yeah. also. Like when you text me like I did, I'm like, rain it in. Rain yeah. it in, Hannah. Yeah. This is not going in a good direction. No. Like don't be a negative Nelly. No. Because yeah. it could really, it, seriously, it's so easy to get that way here. People are all fighting for the same prize. Oh my God. Last February, like I moved here in May of 2018. By February of 2019, this past February, I was single i was broke i was working a terrible serving job um i wasn't getting any auditions i was just like so depressed and a lot of my friends were in like an up place and i found myself being such a bitch to my friends because i was so mad that i was in like a down place and then i was like wow i do not accept that behavior as normal i'm getting into therapy immediately i'm so sorry you guys and therapy like helped but it it is really insane how like you can get knocked down really easily and then like how do you respond and how do you get out of it is like such a big part of I think like adjusting to living here I still you know? ha- I still have that yeah you know, every tinges of that so I what I always do is I always just focus on myself yeah if you look at other people around you in LA it's so easy to get off like course and to be yes like, I don't have that I don't yes you know what I mean I do that too so if you just like focus on I mean your goals and really why you're here yeah and you know your good skin My your good pretty skin. hair I mean I'm sure Thank there you. are girls looking at you and being like bitch look at her hair oh and i would if i were you i would like tell people all the time that that it's real and not um that it's not extensions to make them even more upset haters gonna hate yeah low-key like i feel like in chicago i really hated when people didn't like me and of course when people like leave me a nasty review on itunes like that kind of sucks but i'm also like if you're putting effort into hating me you're still putting effort into thinking about me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, I live by that adage yeah. for sure. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, bring it on, whatever you want to say. Yeah. Oh, my God. There was a girl I used to be friends with in Chicago, and we had, like, a really gnarly, like, fall, falling out. And, like, I would, like, throw shade about her on this podcast. I would talk shit. I would. And it's only within the last, like, maybe month or so that I was like, oh, I've finally reached a point of indifference where I don't need to spend my energy like shitting on this person who like did some like shitty things to me like a few years ago. But it's like she didn't murder my cat. So I really don't really have I can get over it. You know what I mean? But it is crazy. Like I was like, wow, you can put so much effort into like being pissed at someone and it's just like not worth it. And it doesn't make you like it doesn't saying something bitchy doesn't actually make you stronger. It's actually a point of weakness. It is. It's true. But every once in a while, it does make me feel good. In the moment. It's like a hit of a drug. <laughs> it's my vape. Yeah, exactly. It's like you take a little like hit of like bitchiness and you're like, okay, I feel good right now. No, it's okay. Yeah. It's a coping mechanism too, though. I mean, like, it's. I think it's okay too to like take your time to work through when someone's shitty to you. Like, you don't have to be over it overnight. No, you don't. But then to be at a point where you don't need to talk shit is like a very freeing place to be if you can get there. But I can still be bitchy a little bit because I I'm, I deal with clothes, right? Oh, I, <laughs> uh, holy shit. I just saw a bug on my wall. I can't. Do you want me to smash it? No. I, well, now I feel bad about karma. I know. Me I've, been, I've been doing things like putting them in glasses and saying them free. Okay. Should I do that right now? Sure. I, yeah, it's just a beetle. We can totally do that. 
All right, we've freed the beetle. It's free. Speaking of bitchiness, we just saved an organism's life. I know. I feel like that's what I've turned into in L.A. Like, it's all about karma. True. I know. I I just think about, like, I'm going to sound like an idiot. I just think about, like, how, like, a spider's just, like, crawling on a wall. He's just, like, going about his day. And then just, like, someone just smashes him and ends his life. Like, that could be us. That's so sad. Yeah. What if, like, a giant were to just, like, step on us right now? That would suck. Mm-hmm. That's what I think all the yeah, time. Yeah, for sure. So what are your, okay, so what's your next, like, year look like? What do you want to, <sighs> what do you want to be? Who do you want to be? Where oh do you want to be? I want to be fashionable. I want to well, look like a done. Heather. That's done because that's, you have me mm-hmm. and that's our next like step. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is a step for sure. Um, I definitely want to like have a little more going on acting wise. This has been such an amazing year for like podcasting and like hosting opportunities. And I, I love it all. Like I don't, I don't love one more than the other, but I do want to. I feel like something's coming. Really? Mm-hmm. Do you have like a psychic feeling? I do. I feel like something is coming. Ooh. I feel like something's going to happen and then I'm going to like text you and it's going to be like number not recognized because you're probably have blocked my number. Oh my God. Literally get the fuck out. <laughs> How about you? Get the fuck out. Um, no, I mean, hopefully something's coming and then, you know, you don't have to look on Amazon to help me find clothes. Don't knock Amazon. I never I would. Don't knock Amazon. Actually, people, that's my hidden secret. Mm-hmm. It's like, Amazon. Yeah, they have some really good things on there. But like, is it harder to shop because you can't like feel the fabric? Not when you're a fabulous stylist like me. Yeah, you're like, Hannah, you can't shop on yeah, Amazon. I mean, I, I'm not there yet. You're, I don't know if you ever will be. I've been doing mm-hmm. this like for so many years, mm-hmm. so... I know little clues to look for. Yeah. You know, like if you're like looking at what a fabric's made out of, I know what weird mm. names of fabrics are. So I know that what it's going to feel like. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It's like a special gift. I'm like a, I'm like an Avenger. Yeah. Or like a, like a fabric psychic. Uh-huh. You can <laughs> read its psychic. mind. <laughs> <laughs> but I should trademark that too. Fabric like psychic. Eric Himmel, fabric psychic. Yeah. Do you have fun? You do the like, what were they thinking? for fashion police fashion for us police. weekly i was like which publication i'm such weekly. bad journalist That's okay us weekly okay is it fun it is fun because um i'm always amazed at how poorly some of these and i know how they end up that way mm-hmm. they get things for free people think that for some reason that celebrities actors should mm-hmm. have good taste and i don't know why that is most of them don't. They just yeah. don't. And so I think they get connected sometimes with stylists who aren't so great or just brands that say, here, I'll give you this to wear. Mm-hmm. So they go, oh, great. It's free. I'll wear. And they don't really have kind of a clue. Oh. And so I feel like I'm helping them, quite frankly. Yeah. You're doing them a favor, honestly. I, I do. And I again, it's all in like, if you read any of the jokes, they're really not. They're funny. They're like cheeky. Yeah, they're yeah. cheeky. They're not horrible, bitchy things. They no. don't print things like that. And I think they're funny. Yeah, I, I love it. I think it's so funny. I also feel like what a fun job to be able to just call people out for terrible fashion choices. I mean, I literally am doing that in my head 24-7. Yeah. And I'm like one step away from being like a um, um, having ter- like fashion Tourette's. Yes. Where you're like, just like, don't do it. Like, oh, no, not like that. But like literally like WTF where you think today, did you look in the mirror? Do you think you can pull that off? That's not actually a trend. Yeah. Hi, I'm Hi. Eric. There. What are some trends right now that you feel like you're so over that like can just go away? 
God, I'm so hard to keep up with the trends because they overlap. Well, we were talking about, and I don't think I finished this story. We were mm-hmm. talking about the um, bicycle short. Uh-huh. And I think, and I saw somebody, which I was going to tell you yesterday somewhere, and it's 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 a really tricky trend to pull off for mm-hmm. a number of reasons. And it's it's so trendy that it's just one of those very identifiable ones. We were talking about how Kim Kardashian really, you know, worked that trend. And mm-hmm. I think when it gets to that kind of level, you kind of a little times roll your eyes like, you know, Kim, why would you want to copy someone of that caliber? You know what I mean? Necessarily. Right. Because then I feel it's so identifiable. But again, it's like, it's tricky. It's It shows everything. And it's it is a very sporty look, but it I I am I, w- I was like kind of interested in it, but I kind of feel like it's kind of come and gone. Well, how do you feel about like the chunky sneaker? Are you talking about chunky like the you know platform that goes all the way across, or chunky just like like the dad like, like, like the Steve Jobs sneaker, like the Fila sneaker? I actually like it. I do too, and my boyfriend's always like, "Please don't wear those sneakers." He doesn't tell me not to wear them, you know, but he's like, mm-hmm. "You know what, men, straight men, it's back to those heteros again." It's really funny hearing from my um, from from my heterosexual lady clients. Yeah, you know what what their partners or husbands or boyfriends respond to because men can be very basic what they like. Yes. Like for, I was really surprised to find out that men do not like skinny jeans. They don't Most like them men, on women. They don't like skinny jeans. They don't understand them. What? They don't understand booties. What? They like tall boots. That's so boots weird. that go like just like to below the knee. Yeah. They like things that are kind of like basic kind of sexy tropes. Uh-huh. If that makes sense. Yeah. So going back to that chunky sneaker thing, I totally get it. Like they're probably just like What the fuck? They probably want it to look a little more maybe lighter, maybe a little more feminine or, right. or something. Like their minds don't work in a very like sophisticated totally. way. Totally. A lot of times. So but personally, I think it's super cute. Like I like a clean, white, chunky um, sneaker look. Yeah, I think it's a really it's super cute. So, so I don't I feel good about you like embracing that still. Oh great! As long as I can like magic erase my white sneakers so that they stay white and clean and chic. Yes, lots of products out there for that. Now. Amazing. Um, what are some trends coming up? You just posted this great Instagram post about trends that you're excited about. What so are some of those? This, I don't even know if this is a trend. I think it's kind of funny that it supposedly is a trend. I love um, brand chocolate brown Mm -hmm. and it's always really hard to find and i say this all the time like i like black it's fine but i feel like it's kind of like phoning it in people are always like it's easy and i'm like it's not i don't know why black is easy to people i just never understood that but chocolate brown is very flattering on a lot of people the majority of people have like brown hair Mm -hmm. brown eyes um the majority of people have and it's just a really rich looking color so um chocolate brown leather or faux leather whatever you're into is really big this season and um you just don't find that a lot and it looks again it looks really rich sometimes black can look a little harsh a little motorcycle-y yeah yeah. chocolate brown looks just a little like richer and more earthy yeah i I feel like i immediately jumped like a 70s vibe it can be really 70s which like in a chic way i always love that vibe rachel Rachel zoe for Mm -hmm. sure she does love that vibe Mm -hmm. the other trend i love are these kind of offshoots of regular metallics so not gold and silver but like coppers pewters Mm. and bronzes which i think is really pretty because metallics can make people just instantly brighter yeah it's a really great way 
you can wear it almost anywhere. An accessory, yeah. obviously, but in a top, in a in a pant, in a jacket, in a belt. Mm-hmm. But I really love the idea that these other metallics are coming to the forefront because they're just different. They're really cool. Sometimes the silvers can look really white and yeah. the golds can look really kind of yellow. Yeah. So coppers and um, pewters uh, are really, really pretty so look for those like warms it up a little bit yeah it totally warms it up do you think because i was telling you earlier during my closet purge like how i was like saying how my style i want it to be like sophisticated eclectic kind of would you say you can wear like a metallic accent like into the workplace for sure in like a chic way yeah i would say depending where you work obviously yeah it's more conservative versus a little more liberal but you totally can but i would like maybe like avoid a full-on metallic top, right. right? But maybe do, you know, metallic accessories. Like a thin little belt with trousers or something. Yeah, exactly. Or even fabrics. Look for fabrics that are pr- primarily a different color mm-hmm. but have metallic threads going through them mm-hmm. so it's not full-on metallic. Right. And that's really popular, too, where you get, like, a tweed or something and it'll have little little bits of metallic like threads. Mm-hmm. Cute. And it's a great way to, like, brighten things up. Oh, another ex- um, trend that I'm really so over mm-hmm. is the um, peasant blouse. Mm-hmm. You know, the big sleeves, the floral, yeah. high neck. Yeah. Um, I'm like really Dr. Quinn, medicine woman, but make it fashion. And I, it's sad because I've always loved that. Mm-hmm. But it is so oversaturated now, like in yeah. a crazy way. I can't even believe. Yeah. That, I mean, we just have to let it go for now. We just have to give it's her like very, a minute. It's very sister wives. Yes. It's gone to a little sister wives. But we both agreed on this one brand that I love, Love Shack Fancy, their dresses. So and cute. And I feel like that's like peasant in like a cute, a well, cute flattering that's way. That's more like sexy boho peasant. That's so true. Not like, you know, like I'm married to the minister's wife. Present. It gets a little costumey, like a little bit like I'm dressing up as a hippie. Or Little House in the Prairie. Or Little House, yeah, Laura Ingalls. Yeah, it's very Laura Ingalls. And I always have loved a little of that, but I'm so oversaturated right now. It's like, put it away. You're exhausted. Exhausted with that one. Yeah. Um, What other trends do you either want to have go away or you're excited about? I mean, I do still love the block heel heel Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. now. I think they're just really, just feel really fresh um, for a booty, for a boot, for Mm -hmm. a regular heel. I just, you know, still loving that. Do Are mules still in? Um, no. No mules are done. <laughs> and I love a mule. They've had their I say, moment. I say put, don't get rid of them. Just put them away for now. Because I never even fully got on the mule trend and I'm still like, I need mules. But you don't think that's an immediate need? No. Loafers are my immediate need. Yes. Loafers, I'm so into right now. Okay. Really into the preppy, which makes sense because everything got... Everything got really crazy sexy. Mm-hmm. So you look all this, like celebrities, red carpet, just when you think they couldn't take off any more clothes, they yeah. somehow managed to. I, I, I still find it really hard to look at. It's mm-hmm. bizarre. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, don't you want to put clothes on a little bit more? So it makes sense that we're going back to the preppy now. I mean, that was like the 80s or the 90s. And like the time feels right. And so many designers are doing it. And it can feel really, it feels fresh again. Yes. And fresh, fun, flirty. Mm -hmm. All those three Fs. I love it. What about pleated skirts? Like a schoolgirl moment. Well, I mean, the pleated midi skirt has been 
pretty popular and continues to be. Midi or mini? Midi. Okay. And I, I continue to support that look. Mm-hmm. Just make sure you offset it on top with something not too bulky, like a crop top mm-hmm. or something more fitted because it's so full. Right. But, and look for a pleat that is a narrower pleat. The wider the pleat, the bigger you're going to look on the bottom. Oh. So, but I do like that midi look. Like, it's really, really, it is really cute with a little, like, flat, with a little loafer. Cute. Or just a tennis shoe and a little crop, little um, schoolgirl sweater. So cute. R- really cute look. Just, like, breezy. Like, I'm just, I can go from the grocery store to lunch to whatever in exactly. this look. Exactly. It's really easy breezy. Oh, I love, th- I love, like, effortless fashion. That just like doesn't look too fussy. And I will say piggybacking off your idea of like how sexy things got. It's like as a normal person who doesn't have. And honestly just I was going to say as a normal person who doesn't have like a celebrity, you know, like trainer and chef. And like I it's like I don't want to be naked all the time. Like that's so fussy. Like I want things I can throw on and still feel sexy. But like I'm not like, oh, God, if I ate pasta last night, I can't wear half my wardrobe. You know what I mean? That's what's great about. You know, something like going back to the pleated midi skirt, mm-hmm. you know, it's comfortable. Mm-hmm. It like, you know, you know, it's not form fitting, but then get a little sexier on top. Wear that little slightly more crop top. Right. You know, my favorite word, juxtaposition. It's yes. always about juxtaposition. If you're too kind of on point with looks, it'll look too costumey. So kind of like always work against each other. Offset it. Offset it for the top, the bottom or the jacket or an accessory or something like that. And you're always going to look kind of fresher. Fun. I have a question for you. I okay. think I probably asked this the last time you were on my podcast, but maybe it's changed. If you were to style me for a red carpet, what how would you what would you put me in? I mean I guess it depends on what red carpet. Maybe and maybe not. But I think you should always look at the person first. Mm-hmm. So it shouldn't it should never be about the style before the person. Oh. So you have a you should always look at the person's body first. I personally think, and this isn't shocking, I don't think, that people want to look good. And I do Mm -hmm. think there is a kind of a universal feeling um, for, I don't know if you saw my post or you saw it recently of, um, of, uh, what's her name from uh, Melanie Griffith's daughter? Oh, yes. uh, Dakota Johnson. She just was incredible. Yeah, she was in this brand. This is a perfect example of what she was wearing. She was wearing a full long skirt by Brandon Maxwell and mm-hmm. a little kind of almost bandeau top. Yes. But she didn't look sexy. She didn't look in the traditional way. She didn't look slutty, but she looked so put together and modern and fresh. Yes. And I just think that's a perfect example. You could totally pull something like that off, mm-hmm. but going back to someone's body, you have a certain kind of body. Mm-hmm. Is someone's body... Or do they have hips? Do they not have hips? Mm-hmm. Do they have, you know, narrow hips, boy hips? Do they have a chest? Do they not? Mm-hmm. Do they have broad shoulders? Do they have narrow shoulders? So that's why you have to be really in tune when you're a stylist, I think, of what the body is. You have, I would say, a curvy body. Yeah. You have a great body, but you want to look good. So I think it needs to be a mixture of something that is fitted without mm-hmm. looking slutty. Yeah. You know, and also picking a color that really suits you and that you feel good in. I personally think one of your go to colors is cream, mm-hmm. you know, but for I the red cream. carpet, a lot of times, especially if you're being photographed, you don't want to dress in something that looks very flat. Mm-hmm. And I, ta- I taught you a lot about materials today during yeah. the purge that they're just as important as the silhouette and the color, mm-hmm. just as important. So, would I put you in something very flat and cream? Probably not. Maybe it would have some texture. Maybe it would have some sequins. Ooh. Because that would really show nicely when you move. 
with cameras and on the red carpet. Mm-hmm. So those kinds of things um, I would consider on you. I don't think I'd put you in black. That's That I'm almost for sure. Interesting. I always say to myself in the car when I'm daydreaming about, you know, manifesting the career and the life I want, that if I ever were to make it to a red carpet, I would want to somehow make a splash. And not in an annoying way, but have a look that whether it's the color or the texture or something that like makes people look. I think about that all the time. Because I want people to like remember me. If this is the only red carpet I'm ever on, I want people to be like, oh, that bitch looked amazing. I literally think about that for every time when you get dressed. Mm -hmm. I feel like I don't think there's any shame in admitting that you want some kind of validation from what you're wearing. I don't think there's any shame in that. And I think if you have that in mind and you do it in a way that makes sense where you don't look silly Mm -hmm. and desperate, but you still look good and you want people to notice and be like, I don't, you look good. I don't know why you look good, but I just like this whole package put together. And that should translate to the red carpet. I'm totally up for that when I style you for your first amazing red carpet. Don't worry. We're going to make a splash. Oh my God. Amazing. No worries about that. I can't wait. I'm so excited already. How many years do you think? Five? I feel like it's going to be one and a half to one and three quarters. Oh, my God. Eric Himmel, fabric psychic and <laughs> real psychic. <laughs> I'm, just a psych- I'm just an overall psychic. Oh I don't know I told you that I'm actually a psychic. That's what I do. That's your like side hustle. That's my side hustle. Psychic readings for fabrics and people. Uh-huh. I read I read like um the soles of people's shoes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> sure do. We just got rid of a bunch of my shoes. I read them, didn't I? You I read, read them. you the right act. <laughs> I also, to be fair, I feel like most of the things that you got rid of, I was like, uh-huh, yeah, that should go. It wasn't like a big push. No, I wasn't like, huh? You were like, say what? There were some things like my black blazer that you said made me look like a cater waiter. My favorite thing is your <clears throat> Halle Berry. Um, not Halle Berry. Um, Halle Halle Bald uh, Haley Baldwin coat. Oh my God! That you guys. That I mean, just can you describe it? Because yes. I think everybody will know if you describe it because I, I can see her in it. Yes, I thrifted it in Normal, Illinois, when I was in college. I've been out of college for like five years. It's almost like an anorak. It's like a navy anorak, but then there's like quilted inserts of different fabrics. So like one of them is like, oh, it's like a yellow panel, a red panel. I feel like it's a, very 90s kind yes. of preppy Tommy Hilfiger. Yes. Oversized anorak. Yeah. With like a plaid moment, a stripe moment, all the primary colors and like and then like a silver button accent. So how would you describe how um, uh, Haley Baldwin wore that? I feel like Haley Baldwin would have worn it with like, I feel like it would have been like a chunky white sneaker. Like was it like, like a 90s like like mom jean maybe? Yes, I was going to say like a 90s mom jean, like uh, a chunky white sneaker, like a white tank under it with like no bra, just like her titties like out. Yes. And then like a big like pearl earring, like a grandma earring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But do we, did we... Do we like that because it was Haley Baldwin wearing it? Do we like it because of the outfit, do you think? Probably because everything looks good on Haley Baldwin. I mean, Sorry, Haley really, Bieber. It really does. I had someone DM me and be like, um, it's Bieber with like an asterisk. And I was like, I don't fucking think about the Biebers. Calm down. Wait, did, did they really? Yeah. I love they corrected you. They they Well, the person who was messaging me like loves them. And I was like, I respect that journey for you. It's not mine. But I was like, oh my God, what was I thinking? I'm <gasps> Wait, so stupid. Can we just repeat what you said? That yeah. you respect the journey? Yeah. <clears throat> I respect their journey too. If that was their, if that's their journey. Yeah. But anyway, going back to this coat, it just mm-hmm. was like not not quite i like i wish i can describe to you and the people why it didn't 
why you like it but why it doesn't work yeah but you just have to trust me it just like that's that's kind of everything i hate about la right there where it's yes. like it's not quite working mm-hmm. but i know that that is sorry i finished with that no i was just saying like like i think it's just because would you have come up with that if you hadn't seen it on somebody do you think well i've had this jacket for like years oh, wait you know what maybe you set the tone for it i set the tone but but i do think part of why i'm incentivized to keep it <laughs> is because i like i like how it looks on me and i remember buying it being like this is so ugly that it's cute you know what i mean i'm a little worried about that like way this of so thinking. ugly I, I think it's kind of common right now though in the way people are shopping like it's so ugly that it's cute and it's like but it's still ugly, so it's not cute. I know. I just feel like that's where I can be a real help to people. To yeah. Be like a filter to be like, but it is ugly, right? But it. But like, could I find a chic version of an anorak? Like, what if I just like an anorak? If we're just right, yeah. If we're just talking about an anorak all day long, like a navy anorak, that's so much more than just an anorak. I think you're. you're like, I think you're like you're misleading your audience right now because it was so much more than just an anorak yeah and if people don't know what an anorak is look it up it's like kind of an oversized sporty coat I don't know yeah it's like not it. quite a raincoat but it's it definitely <coughs> like like a cape cod yeah vibe. it's kind of cape cod-y it's, yeah they're super cute but yes you could totally but again because it's oversized you have to be really cognizant of like what are you wearing for your pant yeah because it needs to be like skinnier you know mm-hmm. you have that balance and what are you wearing for your shoe but if i did like a slim crop jean yes. with a loafer. Cute. And my anorak. I like that. Then that's like, and then like a big cute like sunglasses moment. A button down shirt and a big cute yes. sunglass moment. I just want to, I just want to be preppy. Like the more we talk about it, I get like horny for the idea of it. Okay. But preppy is my middle name. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be preppy, you're, and, and preppy will look good on you. Like, you could wear prep. You could be the preppy LA bitch prep bitch. That's what I want. And also, not a lot of people here are doing that. I th- find it crazy that people don't do that. When I, I'm very preppy here because nobody does it. Yes. And people are always like, I love your preppy look. And I'm like, go to Boston. Like, they haven't, yeah. st- they haven't stopped doing that. It's so true. And also, those things, they don't go out of style the way that, like, bike shorts will. No, you not know? at all. It's just funny to me because people the one thing in la is because you know there's streetwear style yes. here okay that's something if you want to know something i'm sick of it's mm-hmm. streetwear mm-hmm. i'm sick of that look so even though i feel like the the chunky sneaker has fallen into that pool you think the chunky sneaker can be a standalone item that works? yes because you can take it more like 80s preppy but it's like the bucket hat and the cargo pants and the is that what you're talking about and like the sports bras atop like all that stuff that's not even as bad like that streetwear like supreme the bucket hat makes me want to die i i have to admit i bought a bucket hat this summer live your bliss <laughs> i am living it but i've also tried on probably 101 bucket hats mm-hmm. to get to this point of buying the perfect one and i think you'd mm-hmm. like it because it's really cute it's like very cape Coddy preppy yeah but it is actually really really cute but i get it like all that together i want yes to, like, that's scream. the thing yes but that's not even the worst of the street wear it's oh, like yeah, supreme like, like what supreme like is that the brand okay well yeah supreme's like the biggest streetwear brand oh, in the shit. world okay i'm gonna google the fact it. that you don't know it makes me happy but also it scares me at the same time yeah i live in a shoe yeah i think you do live in a shoe i live in one of my forever 21 shoes that no shade to forever 21 but that i just got rid of but it just also makes me think that you i think you are kimmy schmidt like i'm sitting here with kimmy schmidt bless your heart it, i am so kimmy schmidt oh okay 
I see what you're saying. Yes, I see it. That's like the that's like street wear. Uh-huh. Pan, uh-huh. You know, where the kids like line up and get it. It's just whatever. But yes. yeah, that whole look, kids I line think. Up. Yeah, th- those darn kids, they're lining up on the street for their street wear. They're wild. And they come from like, you know, they come from like Minnesota and they want their Supreme in L.A. Oh, for sure. Um. So, yeah, I just don't like that look. It's very L.A. And I also just don't like that. I mean, I, I'm saying this in a derogatory way i'm saying in a serious way mm-hmm. la has one of the biggest homeless problems it's horrible mm-hmm. and then people t- like tend to dress like expensive homeless people here yeah which i think is sad because of our issue problem here but also it's it's not a good look right like i think there's a there's a there's a fine line between you know jennifer aniston does that great look like that pair of like jeans a white tank top mm-hmm. and just just real simple looking you yes. know what i mean mm-hmm. and just really really just very easy and then kind of looking like dirty like you're wearing oversized dirty jeans and mm-hmm. t-shirts with holes mm-hmm. i think that's very over yeah that look yeah for sure i know one of my friends when i first moved here was like oh well get ready to play the constant game of who's a millionaire and who's homeless because it is kind of like a it's a weird trend it is weird, and I kind of feel like I like the idea of dressing, like mm-hmm. actually dressing up a little mm-hmm. and making an effort. I and mean, it almost sounds like a bad, like idea, like that's like I'm, I'm proposing a bad idea, like the, oh, that's so antiquated. But I actually think that's kind of coming back. We like, also carry yourself differently when you feel great and whatever it is you're wearing, you know. I think so. That's kind of how I grew up, and that's yeah. kind of what I. I mean. Part of the thing about being a stylist is, no, everyone doesn't have to wear Chanel, even mm-hmm. if they can afford it or not. It's mm-hmm. not about like looking like that put together, mm-hmm. but kind of like looking like you actually thought about it. Right. I think the whole thing was like looking like, oh, I didn't think about it. I just don't care. I can't be bothered to give a fuck. I, I can't be bothered except I gave the biggest bother by going to Fred Siegel and spending yes. like $350 on a holy t-shirt. Yes. And then I mix all my labels together at the same time. Mm, that's mm-hmm. another one that's like a big, mm, I'm waving my finger right now back and forth, people. Yeah. That's a big no-no. Yeah. I do not like that. I do feel like that's a very LA attitude too to be like, I just don't care, but secretly care so fucking much. Well, they care so much. Yeah. And so it's like this whole like, I just threw this outfit on because I don't give a fuck, but I give all the fucks. It's like, no, I do give a fuck about looking nice. And I would like to present myself as such in my preppy outfits that I don't own yet. I like that. I mean, we talked about um, we talked about Heather's Mm -hmm. and um, I mean, I almost feel like Gossip Girls like, yes, like it's back, right? Yeah. Like, it's time. Like, it's been that long. Yeah. I know. It's come back around. I know. Like, I kind of love that, like, very put-together outfits yeah. with so much intention yes. that I think it's really, I think it's a really cute look. It's going to become my new signature, Eric. I, I can't wait. I can so see you rocking it. Like, the slow-motion walk down the hallway. That's all I want. With the hair blowing. Like, I'm just going to be a wind machine. Always. And sunglasses. I never got to be like one of the plastics in high school. So this is my Regina George but preppy moment mm. in I my mean, life. You are so there. Oh, thank You're you. You're three quarters of the way there. Oh, we're so close, you guys. Um, Eric, tell – this was so fun, by the way. Thank you for being here. I love doing the catch-up because I really love just being here, being a witness to your whole evolution. Oh, my God. L- your whole L.A. evolution. Thank you for guiding my L.A. evolution. Well, and I don't for know, I don't know how much purge. I was guiding it. I'm giving you like – a f- like I'm giving, I'm, I'm stepping in a little now. You give me wisdom, wisdom, and some clothes. So I want to like set yeah. you back on path. Yes, but then I'm gonna let you free like a bird. Oh my gosh! Thank you so <laughs> much. Where can my listeners find you? By the way, 
always erichimmel.com mm-hmm. at erichimmel everywhere mm-hmm. i make it so easy i'm not that creative it's erichimmel you're such a hilarious and fun follow and also just a great resource for like pretty fashion pics and opinions so give him a follow right now you guys if you don't follow me already, follow me at Hannah A. Brown on Instagram and Twitter. And if you haven't already, head to iTunes and leave me a rating and a review, please. Do you I have know, anything I will. else? Oh, That's thanks, Sarah. Chowder. Always be your best self. Yes. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Guys, we'll see you next week. Bye.